Hello, welcome back to Living the Green. It is so nice to be back recording. It's just me, Ellie, today. Um, yeah, hope everyone is feeling good and happy and ready. It's very sunny here in these, which is always really nice. I was just saying on the way in, I was like, ah, oh, just having a nice little stroll in. But it was a bit more of a panicked rush because I was running late, shock. Um, and yeah, hopefully, obviously it feels like so long ago now, it's ridiculous to talk about Christmas, so it will just, we'll brush over it quickly, um, but yeah, hopefully everyone had a good Christmas, I had a really nice time until like the start of January when it was all like assessments, I'm sure lots of people can relate to just banging out essay after essay, um, it was actually quite a relief to start uni again and just have you know, like seminar prep and just read a book. I think that's a nice thing, you know, about English, not to brag, but you can just sit and read a book and be like, yeah, I'm working. Um, so yeah, hopefully everyone is feeling funky and fresh. And yeah, um, so what, yeah, what happened over Christmas? Um, I got really into Happy Valley, love it. Um, watched an episode last night I was um chilling with Indy and then she went to make a call and then by the time she came back I was like no 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 I'm on to season three and it was it was far too good to put down so yeah like most other people obsessed with Happy Valley but I do know the finale happened so at the time of recording um, the finale happened on Sunday, so I am just now avoiding spoilers, which means, like, avoiding the radio and Happy Valley TikToks and all of that, so slight stress there, but it's it's not too bad, it's fine. Um, so yeah, hopefully, although I get through things very, very slowly, I was going to say hopefully I'll get through that in the next week, I won't, I'll be sat here in, like, a month being like, <laughs> so I watched the last episode of Happy Valley, but um, yeah, I know one of my course mates, Ellen, she's also watching it and I think she's at a similar place to me. So that's fun. I think we can um, discuss where we're up to. And yeah, so very excited to carry on with that. I feel like TV is lacking a little bit at the moment. Oh, there is Love Island. Love Island's on. I'm not watching it. I can't, like, I, I just, oh, it's such, it's, such a trial it's almost like a mission to watch it and I just feel like when I sit down and watch something I want to enjoy it and not just be like oh god another episode of this and unless you fully invest in it I don't think it's entertaining you know what I mean um you know you don't really have any bonds with anyone so not much else going on tv wise lots of youtube lots of youtube going on I am really enjoying that right now um, who am I really liking? You know what? Anastasia Kingsnorth, she's just, she's great. She hits right all the time. Um, she's just always doing fun things as well. She's always, she's living the life. Um, so really enjoying her. Who else? Um, Natasha o Ocean. I know it's not how you say it, but you know, um, if anyone's into their like sciencey health fitness, she came back after New Year after like she had like maybe like a month six weeks off YouTube and that was a bit sad but she's back now and provided a couple of great videos um so yeah just really enjoying that as well um 
yeah, basically, today wanted to speak a little bit about Veganuary and I think Veganuary is so great in so many ways um, and this is silly because it's February, I'm, I'm aware of that but the thing is I think it can get really lost in terms of, you know, New Year, also dry January, so many other goals that we set ourselves at New Year means that something like Veganuary, sort of committing to a complete overhaul of your diet is so difficult and I'm not surprised that people do it and either don't carry it on or find it challenging, you know, it's almost like, okay, you're hitting the face with new year, you're hitting the face with resolutions, you're hitting the face with trying to get up at 5am, go to the gym five times a week and be a better friend and all these other things and you know you're not even allowed to have a glass of wine on the weekend, enjoy yourself. You're hit with all these things and it's like no wonder then you sort of associate, I think it sometimes becomes associated with all these things that we try to do which are almost a bit of a punishment rather than seeing like adding to our life and like exciting things that we can do. It's almost like veganuary is at risk of being grouped in with all these things that actually take away from our lives or are seen as maybe, you know, oh, they're good for us, they're healthy, but we don't enjoy them. Um, which I think is such a shame because I, I just think like the dialogue around it needs to be that it's a really fun way to become creative with your food, with your meals, um, with cooking. It's a fun experiment really. And I feel like that's a way nicer way to see it than sort of being bogged down with all these things that we do maybe in January to, it's not like punish ourselves. I don't want to become a bit of a Debbie Downer, but you know what I mean? Sometimes resolutions aren't really made with what's actually good for our overall well-being um, in mind and so just wanted to think about how we can, maybe we didn't commit fully to Veganuary or maybe we did 100% commit and it's almost had that burnout ripple effect and now we're smashing a steak every day. So either way I just thought let's talk about some new products, some new things that have come out and ways we can just re-inject the excitement and fun back into vegan cooking. Um, so first of all, returning to Christmas, what I had for my Christmas dinner, oh, God, it was, it was phenomenal. Um, and I can say that because I didn't make it. My dad made it and we basically had a stuffed butternut squash. And this is, I think, a really versatile recipe in my opinion. Obviously, because it was Christmas, he did it kind of, you know, spices, mushrooms, chestnuts, that sort of Christmassy, lovely, warm flavors. Um, and he did put cheese on here because he's, so my dad's veggie um, and I'm obviously vegan. And so he put cheese on his and, you know, apparently that was nice, good. Um, I didn't want any vegan cheese spoiling mine. Um, but yeah, basically that was really nice. And also just, you know, when you're like, oh, that was a really nice centerpiece, I thought. Very transferable, 
to any time of year, to be honest, when you're thinking, oh, like, I want something fancy for dinner. Like, this is not your average, you know, student Monday night meal. However, if you're cooking for other people, doing something special, going above and beyond, I feel like that was a really nice way to do it. And in my head can be made like, yeah, lots, lots of different ways. You can, you can do whatever you want with that. Make that what you will. Another thing I really enjoyed over Christmas was plant kitchen mince pies. Um, really, really great. So these are full size. Second to them, Sainsbury's free from mini mince pies. The mini mince pie is great if you're more of a, you prefer a higher pastry ratio to mince. So note those down for next year. Also, pigs in blankets, highlight is when you shop in January and they're all, they're literally all reduced because, you know, no one wants pigs in blankets, but I've still got them in my freezer now. So I really like the Wicked Kitchen ones because we shop at Tesco's at home and they stock Wicked. I feel like I really enjoy Wicked products. However, I, I get, depends what supermarket you're shopping at. Um, obviously here it's more Aldi and it's that sort of um, a completely different range. However, Wicked Kitchen would highly recommend if you ever see their products. I've never really had stuff that tastes bad from them. Um, if anything, I would say sometimes their stuff is almost like too rich and indulgent. You feel a bit like hit in the face, like, oh, like this is very special. Um, yeah, so highly, highly recommend. They've got some good and they have also things like you know, like a posh pot noodle. So if you are in a rush or like taking it on the go, you can just grab things like that as well. So um, yeah, they were, they were great. Another thing I really got into over Christmas was pies. Now I'm not really, I've never, I've never been a pie person. I'm not, you know, like say even, even when you eat meat, like you go out to a pub, like would I ever have a pie? No, like I'm trying to think back in my life and I'm not really sure I've ever fully enjoyed a pie. Um, yeah, um, not something we ever, not something, it's not like a staple meal of our home either, which is funny because I feel like it is very easy to feed everyone. But I, so anyway, I really got into making some pies and I must admit they were half-hearted because I did buy the pastry and I love, I love a bit of phyllo. So the first one I did was a Moroccan spiced butternut squash phyllo pie. And oh, she was good. She was really, really good. And we had a side salad of, it was like a rocket and lentil salad. So, you know, you got the, you got your protein in there still. Um, and if you want, you can like add, you know, you've got chickpeas in the pie. Um, and because it was phyllo, it's also quite light. So I think that's quite a nice thing to do with um, veggie, vegan pies. If you are, because obviously sometimes like things like butternut squash is quite heavy. And then if you're having that like in a heavy case as well, I totally get sometimes it can all be a bit, it can all be a bit much. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend that. The other thing I made was a spinach and like inverted, like ooh, uh, ricotta pie. Um, so 
how I made the ricotta was by crumbling some tofu and that just gives it that, you know, like a bit of texture and then just mixing the tofu with some Alpro Greek yogurt and some lemon juice and nutritional yeast and, you know, some herbs, pepper, you know, you know, all that jazz. Um, just to give it that sort of texture. And like, I don't think ricotta tastes of much as far as I can remember. It's quite a tasteless cheese. It's just sort of there for the color and the texture. And that was a really nice way of doing it. And also, you know, protein, very balanced, great meal um, with the spinach, with some pine nuts. And that was also delicious. So I do wanna make some pies at uni. However, they are just one of those meals that are convenient for like four people. Um, and there's something about, you know, just like making a pie for yourself. And also the surfaces, like like not rolling out pastry. You don't have to roll out bought pastry. But you know what I mean, sometimes. But that was actually really good. So if, you know, if you're struggling for ideas, the pie route is one I found to be really fun. Um, another thing I've been enjoying is if you're stuck on desserts, I totally get that you know, it is, it is tricky. For me personally, I love ice cream. However, most vegan ice cream is about five pound a tub. And, you know, it, it's just like one of those small circular ones. It's just, oh my gosh, my tummy's rumbling so much talking about food. Um, I need to eat. And basically, you know, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to like invest in those sorts of things. And yeah, so anyway, one thing I've been quite enjoying is a popcorn salad. Um, and if you're not familiar with the concept, it's just, you know, a really balanced bowl of popcorn with all your favourite things in. So popcorn is the base. And then you're chucking in there some vegan chocolate, maybe some like nice green and blacks. For me, sweet popcorn, over salty all the way. However, I think a mix works quite nicely with all the other sweet stuff. But I have a big sweet tooth. Um, so, you know, sweet and salty is probably a good vibe, but anyway, whatever popcorn your heart desires, chocolate, um, maybe some fruit as well is quite nice, but nothing too wet because you don't want the popcorn to get soggy. Um, so, you know, maybe some blueberries, some raspberries, that sort of vibe. Um, what else have we been checking in there? Some, had some marshmallows, vegan marshmallows though, of course. Um, and the mini ones also, of course. Um, and yeah, just getting creative with desserts and, you know, just doing, doing fun things and being like, oh, um, so yeah, that's like quite a good way. Obviously, if you're not buying actual like pudding, puddings as a whole, also, another pudding I love is the Alpro yogurts and their little chocolate pots, um, vanilla pots, that sort of thing. They're also great. Highly recommend those. Maybe like mixing in some frozen berries as well. That's always really nice. When you mix in frozen berries of the yogurt and then the yogurt sort of like solidifies and you get a bit of a frozen yogurt berry. Oh, delicious. Um, some granola. Oh, can't beat it. So just finding fun ways. I think there are a few, there, they were a few highlights for me that are ways of cooking out of my ordinary, which, you know, is fine and it's easy, but 
There are some dishes which are so easy to make vegan and you get into the habit of doing them all the time, you know, just a tofu stir fry, things like that. I love it, it will always be a staple for me in my diet. But I actually really enjoyed having those evenings at home to just think about like making new things and things that aren't like readily available on a supermarket shelf you can buy. Um, yeah, and I think my fam, I mean, my family did say that they enjoyed the things I made as well, um, but they could lie to me. So, you know, um, who knows? But I think they were nice. Um, just thought of another one as well that I really enjoy at the moment, which is mushroom stroganoff. Now, weird one to make vegan, and it's probably not a stroganoff, but it's what make it's what I think of when I eat it. So that's also really nice. Um, and that's very much like veggie stock based and some yogurt in there, some mixed herbs. Very simple as well. I quite like putting some black beans or some kidney beans in there. And then just, you know, with some rice or, you know, whatever you want, whatever you want. Um, and yeah, yeah, also delicious. I think one thing that I would recommend as well is when you eat meat, I think I, so in my head, the way a meat eater plans out their meal is they'll have a meat and base the dish around a meat. For example, you have um, some sausages. So you think, oh, I'll just have like some potatoes and peas with that. Easy. You have a piece of salmon. So you think, oh, I'll just have like some rice and some broccoli. You know what I mean? And I don't think that way of thinking about cooking is transferable onto a can of chickpeas, for example. Um, where it does work, I think, is, you know, mock meats, tofu, yeah. However, the pulses and grains, when they're just in a can, I think you look at it and you think, oh, well, I'm not just going to have, you know, a tin of chickpeas with rice and broccoli. That would be quite bland. Um, and so I think it's sometimes about rethinking basing your dish around the protein source. So, and I think the best way to do this with a lot of vegan cooking is making like sauce based things which are great for batch cooking, great for students, often really cheap. And in this case, tin tomatoes are your best friend in literally everything, some veggie stock and some tin tomatoes. And then you suddenly are able to transform the tin of lentils, the tin of beans. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying here? You make stews, you make chilies, bolognese, curries, like all that sort of thing becomes like so much more accessible when you suddenly rethink the dish as a whole rather than thinking I will have the protein source with sides it's more of a one pot meal and I would say most of my meals at uni are like that how I plan my shopping is I'll probably make two meals like that so this week I made a curry and I made something else doesn't matter it's not interesting but I made two like big, 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 like bat, well, a double portion of both of those. So that's four meals. And then the other meals will be made up by like 
like putting stuff together. So like last night I had a stir fry, one night I had a jacket potato, one night um, I had a burger, sort of that sort of thing where you just then, you know, put it all together, cobble your rest of the ingredients up, which is nice because it gives you some scope to like decide what you want on the day as well, rather than, you know, to me, I, I do meal prep, but there's also nothing worse than get, getting home and having to just eat a big dish of something that you really don't want, you know, what's the point in that when people plan out like their meals day by day and I'm thinking, are you actually getting enjoyment out of cooking and eating? And at the end of the day, that's what food is there for. It's there for us to enjoy and, you know, even unwind. I love unwinding at the end of the day whilst I'm cooking. Sometimes, don't get me wrong, this sounds all very, really nice, doesn't it? you know, sometimes I just want to shove something in the microwave and be done with it. Because I've batch cooked my double portion, often I can do that. Um, And so it just, it really, you know, depends on what you fancy. And yeah, just seeing this as being an opportunity to be creative is always, always really nice. Um, Another thing. So I wanted to touch on the idea of messing up as well and don't get me wrong I could sit here for eight hours and preach everyone to be vegan however you know I am also human and I also mess up so I had some pizza at new year with cheese on real cheese real ass cheese and let me tell you it was phenomenal um you know what, it, and it just doesn't, it doesn't matter, I'm trying to think, there was, there must have been other, that's the one that sticks out in my head, is that was because that sat heavy on my stomach the next day, my, my body was not happy with me for that mistake, um, and generally if I just eat smaller things, like, you know, a piece of chocolate orange, um, I'm trying to, I definitely have, I definitely have eaten other things as well, but I can't think what. Um, yeah, and I think Christmas is one of those times where it does happen more often than the rest of the year because there's just so much around you and it is hard, like, when everyone's sat with a lovely looking cheese board and you're there with this, you know, vegan block of tasteless rubbish, which is fine as well. You know, it's nice. You want to partake and you want to enjoy it, but you know, it's, it's one of those. I feel like I used to beat myself up a lot and feel really guilty. Now I'm sort of reaching, I still feel guilty and it's, but it's more like, you know, when I eat pizza and eat that much dairy, my stomach hurts the next day. So that's a big deterrent for me. However, with the other things, it is a bit like, you know what, it happens and it's fine. It's so, so fine. You do not have to be hardline, 100% committed. Maybe you're doing veganuary and well, you did it and you messed up twice and you think, oh, it's so annoying. No, it's not annoying. Like you did your bit. You did more than your bit and more than enough. And I think now going forward with the rest of the year, it is about like taking those few products that you loved, those few meals that you made that were really, really good and making sure you carry them on every single week. 
you know what, if you, you know, you can do Veganuary, however, you can also say, I'm going to be vegan for one day a week, every week for the year, and still have more vegan days than doing Veganuary, you know what I mean? Like, we're in February now, you can carry this whole year forward with a new mindset being like, oh, okay, like, I'm really gonna just think about my intake of animal products, my consumption, um, things like that, yeah, just, you know, making sure you have one meat-free day a week, and then maybe in a few weeks' time, you try one dairy-free day a week as well, and see how you feel doing that, um, and yeah, just have fun with it, it's not there, you know, as well, veganuary, it's not there to make you feel guilty as soon as you put one foot wrong, it's just there to, you know, be a bit of a push in the right direction, think of it as, you know, a support rather than something waiting to, like, catch you out, um, and yeah, as well, so have we enjoyed the new range of vegan products? I would say personally, I'm underwhelmed. I think, you know what has done the most? I think restaurants, um, you know, I think if I went out for dinner a lot more, I would have been blown away by, you know, new vegan options, different things, like wider variety, more choice on the menu. And I've seen a lot of places um, doing that, lots of chains adding to their menus, that sort of thing. However, I feel slightly underwhelmed by the range in supermarkets, which let's face it, this is our day-to-day weekly shop. This is the food that we consume the most of. And I just have not been impressed at all. It's almost like companies have been like, oh, we've run out of cool vegan things to do. Um, Touching on one, though, that I've seen a lot on Instagram is the This Is Streaky Bacon. Um, Now, that looks real. Very, very real. Um, And... I've not tried it, it's probably about three, four pounds a pack, but the reviews I've seen have been amazing, saying it's very, very good, very realistic, um, can get it nice and crispy as well, quite often with vegan bacon, I don't know, I always overcook it, because I'm a bit scared of it being undercooked, because it just looks pink, it looks so pink sometimes, and that's a bit stressful, but... I think as well, a lot of, so just double check on the packet, when you're cooking vegan bacon, a lot of it does have oil in already, so you don't actually need to oil it, if you want it crispy, you just sort of put it in a dry pan, and I've found that works the best for me, so I would love to try that at some point, Um, so that's the, this is streaky, is it, this is not, this is not streaky bacon, it's, you know, the big like black and white packaging, another really cool thing is Heinz tomato soup, Obviously, it's not vegan. It's cream of tomato. They are bringing out a vegan Heinz cream of tomato soup. Wow. 
I'm so gassed about this because there's something about Heinz tomato soup that just hits different. It's not, it's that slightly more like, you know, artificial tomato taste than, yeah, sure, you can get a lovely fresh tomato soup and they're all vegan. But, you know, nothing hits quite right like the cream of tomato tin and yeah, they've veganized it. So credit to that. Um, and I think in Aldi, to be fair, Aldi have been really good recently about introducing some more vegan things. And so when I looked around, I wasn't really blown away by anything. I know they had new fish burgers, new pastries. Um, I'm not a massive pastry person. Doesn't really excite me. I also think, you know, they're not, they're not going to be phenomenal, are they? Just like some vegan like pastries in a packet um and the fish burgers I was just a bit like you can get they already do vegan fish fingers so you know what I mean there's there's not much more excitement there also they do introduce a lot of vegan things only to take them away um it's quite strange because it's like yeah we'll do all this for veganuary and then just remove them all for the rest of the year. And part of me is wondering in my head, well, how environmentally friendly is this then for them to introduce loads of new products and they must have to get, you know, new methods of making them, new ingredients, new packaging, you know, all the money that's spent on branding and packaging and this is just a thought by, you know, this is my ramble from someone who is completely unqualified to talk about it and has no factual evidence. But I was just thinking, and I think it would be interesting to look into, you know, is it actually more environmentally friendly when we're making all this new packaging to promote new vegan products? that exist for 28 days, then are all reduced, and then are not seen again for another 12 months, where there are new products. You know, they're not even the same ones. It just got me thinking in my head, is this, you know, a bit unhealthy for the environment? That's just my speculation. However, I think there's something to be said for choosing one to two to three, you know, maybe items in each category, maybe, you know, one frozen burger sausage style thing, one breakfast thing, one sweet thing. I think there's probably something to be said for brands that do that rather than introduce an overwhelming amount of new vegan rubbish, to be honest, that is already out there and already exists. They're just marketing it in a different way. And I think that's where I've sort of struggled this year. I have generally stuck to things that I know. Um, and yeah, even things like McDonald's, um, like the double McPlant, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sure if I asked nicely and paid more money, I could, try and, you know, get another vegan patty put in there. You know what I mean? It doesn't, 
to me, that's not screaming, we've put a lot of thought into our Veganuary range this year. That's screaming, we can't be bothered with this promo anymore. Um, maybe there's something a bit stale about Veganuary and, you know, it's, it is like, it has been around for a long time and I think next year it almost needs to be injected with some new form of excitement and buzz around it that's not just like, oh, we have to partake in this as big name labels, brands, chains. You know, I want, I kind of feel like some of the magic and emphasis has been lost on the good things around it, which is sad because it's such a cool, you know, long-standing idea and theme. But maybe that's just me. It would be really fun if you're listening and you have had like a good experience this year with Veganuary, then please DM the pod. Um, Let us know. Let us know if you actually have any favourite products as well, new ones that have been released this year. That would be really interesting. I know, you know, for example, my friend Ali, she did Veganuary. I want to say it was maybe two years ago. It might be one to two years ago. And she stuck through it the whole time. And she was like, yeah, like the best thing to come out of it was like recipes I still use to this day. She's still doing a sweet potato curry. Um, And I was like, yeah, like that's like, I think that is really like the valuable parts come out of it. Um, But when she talks about it, you know, we, we had a bit of a chat about it on Sunday and it wasn't like, oh, I really liked this product. It was more like the recipes and the, you know, a couple of staples that she carried forward. Um, so yeah, I would just be, I'd be interesting to know if anyone actually found it a great year for Veganuary, because personally, I was a bit underwhelmed. But yeah, I guess that's, that's, um, that's about it. Hopefully you've got some fun things to like carry forward with. And now I feel like we've all settled into the year a bit. Now is the time where you can properly invest into thinking about your diet maybe a bit more in a long-term sustainable way than a all-or-nothing approach um yeah and obviously it is and so yeah originally this episode was going to be a bit of a new year veganuary slash valentine's day episode which I've sort of strayed from a bit because, you know, I don't have any plans. Um, And I'm sure Liv won't mind me saying, if she does, I can cut this out. But about, you know, less than 24 hours ago, she did break up with her boyfriend. Um, So I feel like that was not a hot topic for us to talk about this week. Um, we do have a little party on Monday, let's call it a Galentine's party rather than a Valentine's, but I guess if you're doing anything nice this week, just enjoy it as ever, I think, you know, some, the, like, the best thing to do is literally to, like, go out and do something fun together, go out for food if that's what you enjoy, go out and do, I've seen loads of pottery painting recently, go out and watch a sports match, watch a film, that sort of thing is like the best way to, you know, treat each other and spend money on each other 
without buying into, you know, rubbish, like actual Valentine's rubbish. Um, so yeah, definitely. I mean, this is speaking from a girl who is single, so I can't speak, but you know what I mean. Um, just be mindful about consuming, but also enjoying Valentine's. And yeah, so obviously that is a very brief touch on the subject. Also, handmade gifts, handmade gifts. Let's um, let's not brush over those. So yeah, um, very brief sort of touch on that. But yeah, hopefully everyone has a fun week, fun weekend. I'm actually going out tonight, which is the first time I've been clubbing this year. Considering I'm at uni, that's quite shocking. But there we go. I guess I'm getting old. I am really excited, but it's an Indie Thursdays Oasis special. Can't say I'm the biggest Oasis fan. It's when, sometimes when people start like, oh god, it's, it's a sweaty one as well, Indie Thursdays, so we'll see. I am, I am actually really excited to go, but I'm, I'm, um, apprehensive. So yeah, um, I'll, we'll let you know how that is next week. Hopefully we'll be back with Liv. And yeah, hopefully everyone enjoys their week. I'm going to now go and eat my overnight oats. I'm starving. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs>